How's it going everybody? This is Martin Stokes here and this is Dean Scurry and I am a traveller and I am a country Welcome to a traveller and a countryman podcast. One, two, when you're ready. So are we actually ready? We're ready to go. Yeah, no, you get yourself ready. I'm not in any rush. We're recording, but I'm not in any rush. Please release me, let me go. Yeah, you're free. Go, take that girl there. Tell you what. If you, if you talk like a dog, I learn you how to sing. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Meow, talk like a dog, go on. Hello, hello, Martin. Right. Run. Cat, a cat. Cat. Um... <laughs> no, that like that, that sounds like a scared mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Please, <clears throat> please, please release me. Let me go. Please release me. Let me go. You're out. Go on. You're free. For I told you you're free. Gives the next lyric. I don't know. I just, I just, just gives the next lyric. Say, say that to me. I just told you you're free to go, Dean. You asked me For to I go. will never let you go. Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm out of here. I think it's home time, is it? So go on, uh, get us in there. Um, episode 36, is it? Sorry. Episode 37. Don't be, why are you clapping your hands for? Because I'm thinking I'm lost for, for the for okay, counting. So I, go on. I never got much schooling. I, I, all I could ever count was to 30, but I'm learning. So now, today, we're here now today, it's episode 30, 37, yeah? 37, well done. Very, whoa, I need a round of applause for getting that one right. Whoa, you love saying that word, don't you? Whoa. Yeah. Um, so, it's just myself and Dean here this evening in the studio, yeah? I really don't have much to talk about. <laughs> you say that every so fucking I, time. <laughs> every time. And then you give out, so you I, give uh, out to me for not taking control so I'm of it. I hope you have a plan. I hope you have a plan so we can get kicked off here. Like, you know well, before mean? we turn on the mic, you were slagging me for cursing. Cursing? Um, yeah, what is it that makes you curse? Tell me that. I enjoy cursing. Dean, I want to know what is it making. I didn't ask you, do you enjoy it or do you not, do you not enjoy That's it? That's what makes me do it. I, I enjoy what it. what is it that makes you curse? Tell me that. I, enjoy, I remember Tommy Tiernan said... I know said, when you're around me, you, you, you curse a lot, don't you? The English language is like a brick wall and fuck is me chisel. Tommy Tiernan said... He said that. Yeah, I, I like know. I like that idea. That um, no, nah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Don't, it's bit. not about you. I, yeah, but yeah, me, I give my um, what do you call it? I'm throwing me two pence worth in here. Two pence? Where did you get two, two pence? pence because that's all it's worth. Matter of fact, it's not even worth two pence. <laughs> did the, you get the two announcement pence? that you made there now? You and Tommy Tiernan, yeah, doesn't make a bit of sense. I can't make nothing out of it. Go on, come again with it. Go again with it. Go on, let people hear what you have to say. Fuck off. Go on, you're not embarrassed about cursing. You told me you love cursing. It's natural, you can't just do it. It's like me asking you to sing. It's like me you asking you to sing. You just said F off two seconds ago, you didn't realise you... Yeah, but that was natural. Wait, you no, came in here before, natural, before we turned the mics on, you came in there and you were singing. Absolutely. Please, yeah. please There's nothing absolutely natural me, about swearing and cursing. So why do you think it's natural? Tell me that, I want to know. What do you think is natural about because singing? Because I'm being puzzled about singing all this. Singing is not natural. No, listen, Dean, I need to know why you're so fascinated about cursing. Does that make you feel like the big guy in town? I wasn't already. <laughs> I want to know that. Come on, tell me. How, how, how do you feel when you curse and swear F this and F that and I all? I enjoy it. Why, 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 why is it so enjoyable? I don't know. It's can very you not freeing find, or liberating or something. Can you not find a more decent or a nicer thought I can. I used, to curse, I used to curse an awful lot more. Right. What I'm saying is... Can you not uh, use a nicer word? If it's, it's cursing a habit, is it for you? Yeah, like but I, I like phrases like "ask me bollocks." Yeah, but that's that's what this is what I'm saying to you. You're talking what? <laughs> You're talking. <laughs> <laughs> right. The other thing about it is what I'm saying to you is here. 
does Carson make you feel big or you no, feel like No, I don't like do for that. That's not the motivation. Macho That's not the motivation. Does it so make let's you get past that. No, I don't want to get past that. I'm asking you. I'm, it's so the same I question. Said, so I said there, no. You know? No. It's not. So what is it that makes you curse all the time? Because every I time it. I am around you, I enjoy you it. spend more time cursing and swearing than anything else. I enjoy it. Right, then. The other question is, why do you enjoy it? I want to know. What do I like? Why? Okay, let me see why, why I enjoy it. Why do you it. enjoy cursing? I want to know that. Because I like the use of the words. There's certain words that I like that when I say, I go, actually, I like that word. Like, ask me bollocks is one. Like, F, this, and F, uh, whatever, right. I, I wrote this in a text the other day. Absolutely. fucking lutely You wrote that in a text? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that made, made you feel good, didn't it? No, oh, it didn't make me feel good. Uh, yeah, I find that... Do it, you I, think it's... I find uh, that interesting and funny. Right. I tell you what, I have to say this for starters, right, before we go any further here. <laughs> for an educated guy who got college and all the degrees, yeah? Yeah. You're, um, you're making absolutely no sense of your words. Your F words and your this and your absolutely this and your absolutely. Do you mean it makes that. no sense? You understand what it means? No, I'm telling you this now. I can't, I'm trying to get around this, and I'm going to keep with this till I get proper answers. Right now, what is that makes you feel so good about about swearing? I just Do enjoy mean, how they sound. Right then, I'm going to put words into your mouth now. Right, go on. Does it make you feel powerful? No, oh, you answered that question already. Uh, I, I, Every time no, you ask me that, I say no. No, I didn't ask that question. I asked you a did. different question. You said, does it make me feel all macho yeah, and powerful? Yeah, but this is a different question. It might sound the same, but it's a different phrase, okay? Go on. Does it make you feel powerful? No. No. Does it make you feel like you're the leader of something or somebody? No. It doesn't? No. Right. Does it make you feel big-headed? No. No? Does it make you feel like you're Tyson Fury in the boxing ring? Come on, tell me. Same answer again. No, I want to know. Oh, yeah, there's loads of the same answers. There's so you're, you're kind of asking the same question in different angles. Yes, give me different answers then. Give me all different answers. The answer to all them is no. I don't do it to, yeah, to but feel no, macho or right, strong or big or like I can kill somebody. Okay, I'm going to rephrase the question then. Can you tell me what it makes you feel like to fuck be... the fuck off. Ah, uh, wait off. No, listen. Why? What it makes you feel like to be swearing and cursing at least 50 times a day in all your affairs? Go on, tell me that. I enjoy it. You enjoy it? So what, what does it do for you then? Tell me. It's the same way you sing. Yes, I enjoy singing. And I enjoy cursing. I yeah, also enjoy not everybody singing. In I enjoy swimming in the sea. Yeah. But if I'm singing, I'm singing with a reasonable and understandable and polite words. That's, that's what's in, as far as I'm concerned. I'm so you song. think I'm being impolite? I don't. I think you're very impolite. If you Not not to me, because I don't really care. But I'm so saying who this, am I being impolite? To people that you speak to every day. And you just say sometimes you say it. So do you think you think I say coarse words to be impolite? So no, do you think that that's my no, motivation? I don't think that. I don't. Think, I don't think that's your motivation. But what I am saying is, you say it sometimes without realizing it. So do you think that you same? sing without realizing it? Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not insulting anybody, am I? Do you, think, so, do you think I'm doing it? To, I think. Do you think yes. I'm doing it to insult somebody? No, I don't think you're doing it. Deliberately to insult somebody, but I am saying this. singing insults me because no, it's brutal. It's, that's fine. I don't mind. But I, I'm sorry. I apologise for my singing. Okay, but the point about it is, I'm saying here. Earlier on, you just admitted that sometimes you re you don't realise you're doing it, yeah, in your own words, yeah. But if you don't realise you're doing it, then how do you not know you're offending people? I don't give a rat's about. How do you know you're not offending people? Whichever way you want to put that. No, how do I not know I'm not offending people? How do you not know? How do you know? Which whatever way you want to use it. It's none of my business if they get offended or not. That's up to them. So are you saying you have no respect for the people you talk to? No, no, no. They can they can they can get offended by anything that I do. If I walk in here with a dress on, they could get offended. But do you not think by using foul language that you're giving them a reason to be offended? No. If they want to get a reason, so am I right? As I said, if I walked in here with a bunch of flowers and a and a box of chocolates, they could get offended. Am I right about you then? 
What, what do you write about? Basically, you're a thick-headed pig that doesn't understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, so you can slag me, but I can't go. No, I'm, am I right about you're you saying, saying I'm a thick-headed that pig. you're a thick-headed pig that doesn't know what he's talking about? <laughs> because you can be excused for that. If you don't really know what you're talking about, then the whole world can excuse you for that. But if you do know what you're talking about, and you come across this educated guy, and you come and you have the, you have all the degrees in college, and you went to this school and that school, and you have all, you're living in a posh Malahide, <laughs> then the reality of it is, you do know what you're talking about. But, uh, which means, you know you're offending people you talk to absolutely can you get out of that one you're making sense in your own head but no, I, don't I'm think, making I, don't, sense. I don't think anybody else I'm cares what you say I'm making sense to you why do you swear does it make any sense when you swear yes what sense does it make uh, I enjoy it no forget about the enjoy you told me that 25 times already but that's the answer though what yeah but I want to know what sense it makes tell me that what do you mean what sense it makes what sense does it make when you swear I want to know that part what do you mean what sense does it make I don't get that uh, uh, again you're uh, you're degrading your intelligence if you can't understand that question. Absolutely, fully degrading. Is your there any reason for it? Is that what you're asking? No. What sense does it make? I'm asking you. So yeah, but is that the same? Is that the way, same way of saying? Is there any reason for it? Is there a reason for you swearing? Yeah. Is that the same? So is there a reason for you swearing? Yes. What's the reason? I enjoy it. Yeah, but you want you're going back to the one thing the whole time. Yeah, but it's the same so, reason you sing. What do you so sing? So for an intelligent chap, yeah. Who, and again, has all the degrees and degrees <laughs> and everything else from college. You can't even answer that question for me. How is that? Martin, you slag people all the time. Dean, What's sense in that? This is a traveller from Ballymone, yeah? Totally, completely, never had no education whatsoever. Um, zero intelligence. Asking you a very simple question that, 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 that a nine-year-old could ask you. But you don't have an answer for it. Come on, it's let the, the same, people hear. It's the same reason you slag people. Let Why the do you people slag know, people? Dean, look at Why me. do you slag people? If anyone and is people? listening to this uh, this podcast, hopefully we'll at least get two listeners anyway, right? Me and you. Can you not <laughs> explain to them, yeah? <laughs> Why you swear and why you like it and why you get good feelings out of it. I want to know that. Because I'm lost. I'm absolutely lost on this one. I can't get nothing whatsoever out of the reasons why you swear. Now, come on, tell me. I'm lost for words now. You have me, you lost back, words you have now. me back to the corner. Are you? Yeah. So you, so you admit that you're, uh, it's a totally stupid topic we're talking about, Jack. Well, you brought it up. Yeah, but it's on you, though. It's not on me. It's on you. I'm asking you the questions. Why do you sing? Are you lost? Because you don't sing when you come onto this podcast. Are you, you get lost? Joy. Is this the first time that I've the first time <laughs> known you that you're actually lost for words? One nail, Martin wins. <laughs> Go on, the Dini boy. Eh? <laughs> Come on, I'm only winding you up. I know. So what else? Uh, so I was talking to me folks last night about uh, travellers. Very good. Go on. So I just came up and I was wondering in my head, because we're like 30, whatever, seven podcasts in. And there's still people come to me going, oh, I didn't know this about travellers, and I didn't know that about travellers. And they were kind of treating travellers as one group of people. And I said, well, that's kind of like the same, I, I didn't know that, just about people in general. Travellers, for me, isn't just one group of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One thing that one traveller does is not another thing that another traveller do. 100% right, absolutely. But I'm thinking, are there things that all travellers do, that all travellers have in common, that settled people just don't know anything about? In the line of what? Uh, so I was looking at uh, stuff around holy water, for example. Yeah, go on. I find that travellers have a real interest and affinity with holy water. That it has a, it's, there's a healing power in it. Yeah, that's right. And I would find all travellers have that. Now, not yeah. all settled people will have that. No, I know that. Uh, all travellers will have a very, yeah, absolutely great faith, great belief in holy water. And the healing powers the, of it. Do, do, do you believe in the healing and the protection of the holy water? 
that it brings it brings good protection to your life, to your family, kids, wife, grandkids, whatever. We have holy water where the ordinary priest blesses, basically, if you like. We would sprinkle it here, there, and everywhere. I do anyway, honestly. I do it every day, literally. Right, sprinkle it where? Uh, around my home, around my car, around my family, say, homes and cars, whatever. You gave me some things and you sprinkled holy water on it. You gave me some pictures once from my mammy. Right. And you sprinkled holy water in here. Yeah, well, then you were getting a blessing there, wouldn't you? Yeah. Off from the holy water, basically. Right. Because I believe in the power of holy water. And I do believe there is What's miracles. What's the power in it? I believe the power is the power of God and our blessed lady in the holy water. Like, if you if you, um, if you you go to Lourdes, I, I believe that, uh, well, I've been told actually also years ago as well, even when I was younger, but I also believe it, that um, the Lord's holy water is miraculous. There is miracles and has been proven also uh, from the holy water in Lourdes because it was Our Lady that blessed the holy water in Lourdes herself. Yeah? Now, I don't really sprinkle Lord's holy water a lot. Be very so that's more special or more holy or more you, ble- yeah, blessed. It's more to me. It's more precious. The Lord's holy water because she. You might say is one holy water not the same as the other. No, uh, all holy water. Yes, I believe that all holy water is, is protective. Will protect us, keep us safe, guard us through the nights and through the days. Whatever we do, anyway, right? But I will sprinkle. Let's say ordinary holy water, if you like. I will sprinkle it absolutely anywhere. When I say anywhere, but with respect, I will genuinely have respect for holy water. I won't just throw it as if I don't care about it. I will sprinkle it with a respect and make the sign of the cross. Bless myself. You bless yourself. Me yeah, home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With respect. Never, never once. And especially when people without are that. Ill. But the holy water, I have a drum of Lord's holy water at home. I have it's actually down to half now, right? It's a four and a half liter drum, and we got it in Lords in two thousand and nine, and I still have half of that drum at home. There's about two and a half, maybe almost three liters of holy water left in it, and I have it now fourteen years. So what would you have That's used that on? Respect I have the for that holy water, the Lord's holy water, because I believe it in my heart. The Lord's holy water is very precious. Now, the other thing, if I sprinkle Lord's holy water around every day, then I have no chance again of getting my hands on that Lord's holy water unless I go to Lord's or someone brings it back to me. So that even makes it more precious also. And the fact that Our Lady blessed this, this holy water, this water. So when would you use it? And is it is it like if um, somebody's really ill or I wouldn't like use that? it every day. And thanks be to the power of God, I've never had to use it from anybody being sick. And I hope I never have to. But I genuinely do believe, yes, that if people, for instance, are sick or whatever reason, maybe in hospital or one thing or another, I do believe that a sprinkle of Lord's holy water can be enough to heal them and cure them. So would water be sent to people? Um, yeah, we would send holy water around to each other. You know what I mean? Now, what if, I say, if, if somebody down in another in another bay is sick and I, they don't have holy water, you might send it down to them. I personally, I do, um, I send large, like, I do send like two litres bottles of holy water to people on the site and that, our family and friends even further out. I do. I, this is something that I do all the time. So when I say all the time, I might do it, if I've done it today now, I'd make it my business in a couple of weeks or a month again to do the same thing again and send, send this holy water out again. And it's blessed salts holy water. And it comes from Medjugorje. 
and there's healing in the salt, in the blessed salt. So does it come from a well, like a holy well? No, it's it's blessed. This this um, this salt from Medjugorje, it's blessed by the exorcism priest in Medjugorje. Yeah, so you put a drop of it into into ordinary water, and you do. There's a prayer, a special prayer that you do with it, with this with this this blessed salt, and it automatically becomes the blessed salt, holy water. And is it salt or is it water? That be- the salt, the priest blesses the salt yeah, yeah, yeah. in Medjugorje. It goes into the water, dissolves right. into it, and it's a blessed you salt, holy it, water. You put it into the, into the water, you do the prayer, it's an exorcism prayer. Now, only, only an exorcism priest can do the prayer over this salt. And there are exorcism priests. Is there that- is, but some of them practice this. Some, not all of them practice this. Some of them, but the priest in Medjugorje practices this. Yeah, I was going to curse there. I was going to say this, that that's don't no no no. I don't the curse when I'm talking about. Sorry, brother. Holy water or blessed salts. Okay. Other thing is, he blesses the salt through an exorcism prayer. Now, the idea of the of the blessed salt is keeping all evil away from families and away from homes, away from everything that, that resolves around you. Yeah, mm. so that's where the power comes in, in, into that salt, and then the prayer then that the ordinary individual is allowed to do when he place he or she places the the blessed salts into normal, let's say normal ordinary bottles of water, then that that through that prayer and through the blessed salt, the exorcism prayer that the priest has done over the salt, it all becomes one. The water then becomes. Holy water, so it's blessed. It's the blessed salt, holy water. So you know the water that uh, Mary blessed is that in a holy well? Yes, it's in a little stream where Our Lady appeared to Saint Bernadette in Lourdes. Back remind the, me, sorry, remind me where Lourdes is. Back in, in the eighteen hundreds, Lourdes in France. France, very good. Sorry. Right now, so when Our Lady appeared to Saint Bernadette, people didn't believe her. She went back to her mother and father and told them that a lady appeared to her. She didn't know who it was at the time. So then when when they investigated it, the only thing that convinced the people of the village, basically, that it was Our Lady is because this was a young girl and she would have never... Our Lady said to her, I am the Immaculate Conception. Now that's a powerful word the Immaculate Conception. Back then, the children of this age would have never heard this word. So when they asked her, did the, did the lady speak, did she say anything to her? She said, yes, she said. The lady said, I am the Immaculate Conception. It brought their investigation to a better understanding because they, the people that were investigating, they couldn't understand this themselves. They couldn't understand that a young girl at this age would actually have ever heard this word, I am the Immaculate Conception. Our Lady conceived without sin through the Holy Spirit. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, yeah, yeah, yeah. she conceived the baby Jesus. When the people didn't believe that she seen Our Lady, so Our Lady told her to come back to her to visit her 18 times. So she went back to visit Our Lady, but all the people followed her to the grotto. And what happened was, didn't uh, one of them put her to a test they said, ask Our Lady to make a rose grow on the thorn bush, which doesn't happen. What happens? Our, the, the, the roses 
start appearing on the on the torn bushes. So that was one sign to the people because when when Saint Bernadette was when Our Lady was coming in a vision to to Saint Bernadette, Saint now she wasn't a saint then, she was a young girl. She was on her knees and she went into a, a trance, like an ecstasy. She couldn't see or feel or hear nothing around her, only Our Lady in front of her. But the people around her couldn't see Our Lady. So Our Lady only appeared to her, basically, right? Um, so that was okay. Um, so then, to prove it more to the people, there was hundreds of people around who didn't believe, Our Lady said to her, go go, go to the to the ground. It was like, a, like under a big stone. They call it a grotto now, yeah? And dig, dig the mud. So she started digging the mud. And the stream... The stream of water came up through the to where she was digging. Like it welled up. And that stream of water is still running today in the same place. And this so is that's called a holy well. So one of the things It's the holy water in the grotto, yeah. One of the things that I would in my head think about travellers is that holy wells are precious to them. Yeah, to travellers. Travellers have great faith and belief in, in holy wells. There's all various stories about different healings and Holy wells on all over the world. Holy wells would be um, mainly named after certain saints, majority of them. So basically, there's, a, there's actually a lot of them in Ireland, basically. Um, get them on Google there as well, the names of them and the ways to get them and all that. But uh, years ago, it was all just like, um, just word of mouth, basically. A person heard about a holy well, then... You could be talking to somebody a week or a month after and the conversation to come up. It was a real, genuinely big, big thing like in Travellers. It's pointless saying it wasn't. It was massive. And Travellers would travel literally, literally hundreds of miles. And now? Like they wouldn't, uh, they don't mind, um, let's say they wouldn't have minded travelling two, three or four hours to get to them holy wells. And what about now? Just, uh, if, even if they were never, um, say, touch wood, if they were never sick or anything wrong with them, they'd travel anyway to receive the blessings. Do you know what I mean now? And uh, now, yeah, now the odd traveller will, um, see, a lot of travellers has emigrated from Ireland to England. A lot of them. So you'd have a lot of travellers come back from England every now and again, mainly in the summer times, coming home to go to Knock. You've heard of Knock, didn't you? Where Our Lady appeared in, in County Mayo, yeah? That's a beautiful, beautiful place and a very famous shrine. Absolutely beautiful. There's been healings there also and cures. Um, people come from all over the world to go to Knock. And as one person said one time, we all travel to Lourdes, but we also have Knock. So we're very, very lucky in Ireland also to have Our Lady appear in Ireland. So my ma had a question for you. Go ahead. Do you want to hear it? Absolutely. Do travellers go to bingo? Do travellers go to bingo? <laughs> no, I, That's I, a mad I'm, question. Well, I don't go because I'm not that old yet. <laughs> what is your age limit to bingo, is there? I, I don't know. I haven't got a clue. I, ask your man, is your age limit to bingo? <laughs> <laughs> Do travellers go to bingo? I, uh, truthfully, yeah. I've never heard, I don't hear, I've never heard of travellers That's what she said. She said, that just came to her head. Being honest, has she ever seen travellers in a bingo hall? She doesn't really go. She used to go years ago. That was a question that she had uh, in travel. That's a good bingo. question, Isn't but it? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Like and when she asked the question, I was like, where's this going? Yeah, well, it was, actually, it is a good question it. because I'm telling you now, I don't know any travellers, absolutely no travellers whatsoever that go to bingo. The only travellers I've ever heard of going uh, playing bingo is if, um, like, I've known a few people who went over to to Wales, booking into them. 
Like Pontins, the holiday camps. Holiday camps yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the bingo's on all and day. And you're literally, uh, so they're literally, whether they like it or not, they're sitting in the middle of bingo. Yeah. It's a big hall and they're drinking and chatting. There's all sorts of amusements and stuff like that there. And then there's uh, there's bingo. But I'm going to go up and see does Ellie want to play bingo? I know. Um, I've never, uh, genuinely, I've never heard of travellers playing bingo. It's a mad question, isn't it? It's a crazy question, yeah. So here's another but one, right? This is good. This is another one. Now, this is a bit of a, a myth, so, but I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. Uh, so there is a myth that traveller men control traveller women. Uh, not really, no. No, I don't agree with that. Honestly, I do not agree with traveller. I think it's, um, for, first of all, I think that... Um, it should be well, here. We talk about equal rights for uh, for travellers. Yeah. Why can we not have equal rights at home? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But uh, no, I think but this, um, is a, this is a myth that's out there. It's probably a myth, but see, the thing about it is, it's probably a myth from years and years ago. But did we have this myth in the in the set community also? Who yeah, knows? Absolutely. Yeah. Like um, I don't know where all this myth came from, but I've seen uh, in the past, and I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not the biggest, funnest guy of television, yeah? But I have seen films based on old times where the man seems to have the upper hand for some reason. So if it's out there, it did, it just didn't come from Travellers. Because as far as I'm concerned, the Travellers weren't needing these films. It was Settle People. Now, I'm not pointing their fingers or throwing at the Settle People, but where did it all come from? It must be a myth. But um, I'm not saying that... Uh, Likewise, settled people are travellers that some men maybe don't have the upper hand. But I know one thing for in this new age, equal rights, as simple as that. Absolutely. Why would um why would I want why would a man want to treat a woman um any different to the way that he'd like to be treated himself? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like if you want I'm I'm just saying this. Yeah, yeah. If um if uh, for instance if I wanted to be treated with respect and kindness and people to look at me as a good person. Do I not want to treat the wife the same way? Of course I do. I think so, yeah. Absolutely. But I think there's a myth there that she's traveller your, men your, uh, want to control traveller women. Yes, she's your other half. When you get married, you become one. Simple as that. And if you, ha- if you haven't got re- respect for her, then she- she's not your wife. How would I say this? I don't have that experience anyway, to be honest about it. So here's another... And I wouldn't, uh, and I wouldn't like to have it either, to tell you the truth. And I wouldn't like uh, people around me to have it. Like uh, on, the men's, uh, on the men's behalf of it. Neither me. Absolutely not. No way. I don't agree with that. No. So here's another one. Um, are travellers anti-gay? Um, uh, when you say anti-gay, explain like, a bit to you, me. Do you ever hear the phrase homophobic? Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm, um, me personally, I am one person. No, I know I'll be slagging you a lot, right? Yeah. And I you, don't mind that. I think it's a you bit understand of a anyway. that, yeah. Uh, no, not about gay. I'm, ta- I'm talking about just slagging you about other things. Yeah. I don't mean about... Gays are and slagging and vexing. Right, annoying. Yeah, just fellas getting under the skin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am definitely not one person for judging people. If I'm going to say something, I would hope in my heart, deep in my heart, that I'm going to say something good. And I believe if you, if you're not going to say something good about somebody, apart from me slagging you, don't say nothing at all. So therefore. I have no interest in judging whether a person is gay or not gay, or as you say, homophobic or whatever them, all these big words you have. I really and truly have no interest in passing judgment in that. So um, when you ask, are travellers like that? 
I don't know. I can't answer that question because I I don't want to be around people who are, let's say, judging people for starters, or let's say slagging people off in that sense, or uh, running people to the ground, if you like. Yeah, so what, what I'm kind of saying is that some of these are myths that I would hear as a settled fella yeah. about travellers, you know what I mean? That they want to control their women and that they, that they judge or they don't like gay people. And my experience with the, the travelling people that I know is that's not generally the case. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't. I think this day and age anyway, I don't. I genuinely don't think that um, if there was a such thing as a guy out there chancing his luck like and trying to overcome the wife and be the boss and tell her this and the other. I don't think it. I don't think it's going to happen anyway. To be honest about it, because times have changed massively for travellers and settled people. To be truthful about it, we're not living in the old ages now. Like you know what I mean? Where, um, as I said earlier on, about where these things might have been happening, if you know what I'm saying. But personally, me, no, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening around me, and it definitely doesn't happen in my home. Thanks be to God. Yeah. No, it's uh, for me. It's. Um, Live and let live. Treat people with respect the way you'd like to be treated. Don't treat anybody or put people down or... Look, as far as I'm concerned, if a man hasn't got respect for his wife, sure, he's, he's well off having a dog then, isn't he? Or a man doesn't have respect for another man or himself. Well, I'm, you asked me about travelling men. Yeah, 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 yeah. You asked me about travelling men. But I think it's just respect in general. Yeah, but you asked me about travelling men and women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was the sort of question I was trying to answer there. But I think we should have respect for everybody. I think be kind to each other. Uh, as God said, love love one another as I have loved you. Treat people the way you would like to be treated. Um, the world will be a better place. It's very, very simple. Uh, just simply be kind to each other. Even when a person is annoying you, be kind to them. And what I go- That's hard. I know that's hard to do, but try. Give it a try. Because why? It just washes all the badness out of stuff. And what I got from last week's podcast... It's like getting a sieve with gold, yeah? You're sieving all the toast out of it. If you sieve it enough, you're left with the gold. Yeah. So you're left with good stuff, aren't you? Exactly. You're draining out all the bad. Let it go. Very, very simple. Now, when I say very simple, it probably is not very simple. You have to work at it. But give it a try. So uh, you were talking about just being kind there, and that's what I got from last week's uh, podcast with Jamie. I really enjoyed yeah, that. That's I right. didn't think I was going to enjoy it enough. Maybe yeah. I was coming in with my own ideas of who Jamie is, but the message I got from it was just be kind, be kind to yourself, I be kind to great. others. I thought it was great coming from from a young lad. He's age. Like he's only twenty four years of Do you age. Know what I'm saying, yeah. There's, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm saying it, but there's men out there twice his age, and we can't that kind of get that kind of good talk out of them. Whether, whether they have it or not, it's irrelevant. But the point is, we need to hear them saying it. Now, there was loads of fun, jolly, childish bits of it. But ah, I enjoyed yeah. that as well. But sure, look at it. What, if we're too serious about everything, we don't get to laugh then, do we? So here's here's a non-serious question. Wow, right? let it out. Go on, let it go. <laughs> right. Now think about this and then just let the answer out. What noise does the horn on a clown's push bike make? What noise? You know, like, you know, you I know, have to say it's you've very... Seen, you've seen a clown. Yeah. And you know they have, the, they have a horn. On, yeah, you, yeah, you have a horn on the bike, you have to squeeze in your hand uh, there. First of all, can I ask you, where did you get this from? Did someone it's just a this? question, it's just a bit of crap. No, but I need to know where it come from so I can slag. Who are you slagging? It didn't come from anyone you know, did it? No, why? Did you download it or what? No, I, I always ask young so people. So it's coming like, from you? Yeah. Do you want an answer to it? Yeah. I think it's a very childish question. That's all right. We were talking about childishness is all right sometimes. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm honestly saying now, I think there's a very Would you give childish. me an answer for her, please? Uh, what noise does the horn on the clown's bike make? Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you just didn't hey, see it, but he that made... That was a childish answer, wasn't it? He made the hand signal as well, like he was squeezing beep, a ball. Beep. Mine is so like anyway, this. anyway, where did you get that foolish Mine pressure from? Mine is like this, from? listen, listen. <laughs> where the heck? <laughs> Dean, come on, we need something better than that. We have to. We're going to close down here. all the seriousness. We need to get something here, <laughs> or we're going to close down. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Funny. Uh, uh, so, here's another one, right? I was blown away two podcasts ago when we were talking about... And keeping my fingers crossed in case you come out another foolish one, right? Oh, the foolish stuff is good. When you were talking about... And I said this to me dad as well. I said, what do you think? Does the moon go around... Does the earth go around the moon or the moon go around the earth? Does the sun go around the earth or does the earth go around the sun? What did he say? So, my dad said he thinks in his head the earth goes around the moon. Yeah. Yeah, and the sun goes around the earth. Yeah, but Dean, you have to uh, you have to respect his his uh, his opinion. Yeah, yeah. Look, I wasn't judging him. I was just interested in what he yeah, thought. Yeah, because his head. I think no matter what, even if we look, uh, and I'm not saying our dad looks foolish or anything, um, even if we say things and it makes us look foolish, yeah, it's the fact that we're giving our opinion, whether it's good or bad. And you've heard the one before. Um, it's a matter of opinion. Where your opinion doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's not he's a, he's um what I am really saying is he's entitled to his opinion, but is he's thinking, is he's a way of thinking, yeah, yeah. So so there's a few questions that came up. So is this his imagination? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, it was just a hell I sometimes you people say things and you go, I just never thought about that before. Like I, rem- I remember going up the road here in Ballymoon and the sun was setting and I had this uh, young one in the back of the car and she said to me, Oh, look at that, that looks beautiful. And I said Oh, Dude, yeah. Can you make that a bit more specific? Yeah, yeah. So she, so I'm explaining. She goes, "Oh, that looks beautiful," and and I goes, "What?" And she goes, "That thing there." And she was pointing at the sunset, right? And she had kind of, I said, "Yeah, that's the sunset." And I said, "Was it a rainbow by any chance?" No, it's just the sunset. And she she goes, um, "Oh, I've never seen one of them." Well, the sun was coming down. Yeah. So she was like twenty odd years of age. She said she had never seen a sunset. And I said, "You do know that happens every day?" And she was like, "What do you mean that happens every fucking day?" Serious? Yeah. Now, I could have gone, are you a tick or... But that's just the way, that's the the view of the world that, that she had. So mm. not everyone sees the world in so the same way. It was every day, but she never took notice of she it. She never took notice of it. Absolutely. She never seen it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's stuff that happens every day, and sometimes we just don't pay any mind to it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that goes on in the world that we're blind to, actually. Oh, we just don't realise it. We just don't realise it. Like, one of the things that I never realised is, you know the way it looks like the tide comes in and out? Yeah? It doesn't. It doesn't. Comes up from the sand. No, <laughs> it doesn't come up from the sand. Sorry for it laughing sucks. there. It sucks. No. Dean, hold on for one so second. That's what you think. No, let's get this right. <laughs> if you're in the middle, if you're out on the, on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Have you ever been out on the beach? Right, watch this. <laughs> and you look behind I you. I can't stop laughing. Yeah, you look behind you. Oh, where's the water? What do you mean? Where is the water? Tell me that. It's out there. Now, you're, swim- you're swimming every single day. <laughs> yeah. You know about the times of the tide, don't you? Yeah. What time is it in the mornings? What time is the tide in or out? So the tide is, it comes in twice a day and it's an hour different every day. That's not answering my question. In the mornings, what time does the tide come so out to you? So let's say, for example, it was like seven o'clock. Oh, come here, another question as well, right? This is where a bit of confusion is, right? When you say the tide comes out, some people say the tide comes in. Yeah. So if you're standing on the edge of the beach... And the water rolls towards you. Yeah. Does that mean the tide's coming in? Yes. In or out? The water going... Oh, man. That's <laughs> a, that is a crazy one. That's good, isn't it? Right. Now, back to the first thing, right? Right. So, let's say... Have it, you ever been, say, a walk... I'll tell you how we describe this now, right? 
say you're sitting on the stones on the grass of the beach. Just say, or maybe we're somewhere where you dress or whatever. Just say, now you're looking out and the water is like 200 yards away from you. Yeah. Watch this. So you walk out 200 yards, you're on the edge of the water. Right. Uh, you're an hour, just say an hour swimming or playing around, whatever, yeah. And you get out, you're still on the edge of the water. You're back on now on the edge of the water. And you look behind you, so it's just 200 yards from where you walked. But have you ever looked back 100 yards... And see these puddles of water go through the sand? Yeah. How does that happen? Because the water is washing over the sand. No, it's not. No, 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 no. I've seen this happening. The water didn't wash up over the sand. The water comes soaking up through the sand. I've seen it happen. So how do you, how do you explain that? I'm not explaining that. I can't explain so that. So is that the tide? Uh, because before you know it, by the time you get from where you were at the edge of the water and you get back out to where your shoes are left... Yeah, <laughs> if you have any left, if they're not gone with the water, that's come up to the sand. Yeah, <laughs> right. Watch here. This uh, can you explain this? So that how means does the, that water so, get there? So that means the toilet no, is coming in. Dean, how does the water get there? The toilet is coming in. Tide coming in. Yeah, but you don't see it coming in. No, it, well, it happens slowly over time. No, 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 no. Listen for a second. You don't see it coming in. No, I didn't Do, say you see it coming right, in. I said it happens slowly you, over time. Do you see the tide coming in? Uh, you, I don't think you notice the tide coming in. Watch this. No, Unless no, it's come a on. really Let's be flat more specific beach. about this, right? Do you see the tide coming in? Come on, straight answers. It depends on what beach you're on. It doesn't matter what beach. It's all the same sand and the same water we're dealing with, right? Now, do you see the tide coming in, <laughs> the water coming across your knees? No. You look behind you, there's a puddle of water that came up through the sand. Am I right or wrong? No, it didn't come up through the it sand. It did, 100%. I'm, sure, I'm certain All of right, that. All right, okay, maybe it did. I'm not, I'm not if gonna, I didn't I'm see not it happen, okay, tell you what. We'll go out to the, is a Port Marnock Beach. Where's the beach, that the one from the, uh, from from town? If you go down to town, basically, yeah. it brings you across that little wooden bridge. What's uh, the name of that area? Dollymount. That's Dollymount. Bull Island, yeah. Right, one second. Uh, come back from that beach, go to the other one out in uh, Port... Is it Port Marnock? Port Marnock, yeah. Right. If you go on, if you go down the steps there where, that, where Port Marnock Beach is, yeah. go to your right, go out up there, walk up there about, say, five or ten minutes. Watch this. There's all, like, hills in the sand. Yeah. Now, here we go. Sand dunes. If you stand, again, back where the bank is, yeah, and you look out to the beach, you'll see, about 100 yards in the way, you'll see a nice big puddle of water, big enough to be a swimming pool. Yes. Watch this. Right. Now, go look past that again. You'll see a sand, a big load of sand, which is pure dry. And past that again is the beach. How did that water get there if it didn't come across the sand? <laughs> come on, explain to me. You're the man in the beach every day. Uh, so, how I think it happens is, is because there's uh, sand on the beach isn't level. So what you get is like little rivers of water or tributaries of water you're filling, wrong. filling that up. You're wrong. I haven't even said it and you're telling me I'm wrong. I know, you're wrong before you go any further because I don't want you making any bigger fool of yourself than you've already done by explaining like that, right? What I'm saying to you is here, you haven't seen the water coming across that hill, the sand, Yeah. but yet there's a big puddle of water big enough to make a swimming pool, okay? In and around that size because I've seen it and I've swam in it, right? Now... Oh, I think I might have the answer. One minute. On the other side is a dry bank again. So now, how did our water get there if it didn't come up through the sand? So I think it got there from the previous time that... The, no. Let me say the first. Yeah, what? From the previous time when the tide was all the way in, yes. that water stayed there. No, it didn't. i seen this. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. And if anyone doesn't believe it, 
let them go out and look for themselves. <laughs> and if anyone should know it, now I've never seen you in the beach, never seen you swimming. You tell me you go swimming every single day. So how am I to believe you now if you, if you haven't seen all this? So the tides, yeah. right? Back to the same question. Back to the same question. The tide, how does the tide come out? Tell so me that. listen, so listen, right? There is a, a kind of a myth or a belief that the tide comes in and out. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not really the tide that's coming in and out. Just like it's not the sun that's setting. It's not the sun that's moving. It looks like it is. Right. Yeah. But it's not. When you look at the sunset, the sun isn't moving. It's the earth moving relative to the sun. Yeah. What's that going to do with the tide? I'm going to explain it. Because people look at the sun and they think it's moving. And they also look at the tide and they think the tide is moving. No, but this the, is the tide one. is not moving. So what's moving? The earth is moving. So the water's not moving. The water's not moving. No. That's the very reason, hard to believe, Dean, honestly. I, I, I know, and this blows this blows my mind every yeah. time I see it. Yeah. Um so what happens is the moon is close to the earth. Yes. And the sun is huge but far away. We talked about that last week. Okay, so listen for a second. Yeah. Go so on. the the two of those kind of pull on the water and make a bulge on either side of earth, and earth rotates within that. That creates the illusion that the tide is going in and out. Right now, when then. I say that, it sounds ridiculous. It is crazy, yeah. But absolutely. that is the scientific explanation. No, of that's it. crazy. I don't believe in that. I'm not saying you have to. I don't want to believe in it, and I won't be believing in it. What I am saying here is, you just said the water doesn't move. <laughs> the tides don't go in and so out. Are you saying se. so? Where's the waves come from? Where, where, where's that come from? <laughs> the waves actually come from swelling and wind. Swelling and wind. Yeah. So it means there is movement in the water. Yeah, but the tide necessarily isn't uh, coming in and out. It's the earth moving. It's the earth moving so, within this sack of water so, that creates that illusion. So was I right when I said earlier on, when you got a great giggle out of it, yeah, that the water <laughs> li literally sip, seeps through the sand? Uh, possibly, yes. No, I think I was right. Now, yeah. I think I was right. Because I'll tell you why I think I'm right. Have you ever heard the same people that don't know the times of the tide, yeah? Yeah. That um, the tide just crawls up on them. Where's the call from? <laughs> Where does it call from? <laughs> I don't know. You're Dean, you're the expert in this. You're every day swimming in the beach. Every you tell me you are. I've never seen you once. Here, in the beach. I used to know this woman who'd say, "See so that wind? Can you tell see me? See that wind? Is that the coming out of nowhere? That wind's that the coming out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah, but she didn't Where did realize, that wind come from? She didn't realize the window was open. <laughs> Where does all this happen? How how does all this happen? You're saying, well, number one, the sea doesn't move. Of course, the sea moves. The water, the waves, every single day. Do you go out on the surfboard? If the sea doesn't move, what brings you onto the sea with a surfboard? Tell me that. I bring myself out onto it. Yes, but what what what's, what idea brings you out? What do you mean what idea brings me out? What, why do you go there? Because there's waves. So if there's waves, that means the water is actually moving. No, I didn't say the I didn't say the water doesn't move. You did. I did, no, go I back. said I said I tell you what, rewind this. Go I back. said the toids. Go, no, 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 the no, toids. No. Stop making a liar out of yourself. You just said <laughs> The water doesn't move. The waves move, right, on the surface so what of is the water. The waves? What are the waves made of? The waves is made of water, but they're on the surface of the water. Yeah? But I'm, what I'm saying is the the illusion is that the water or the tides come in and out. That's not necessarily what's happening. It's Air, not? No, earth is moving within this sack of water that's bulged on either side with the gravitational pull of the moon and the sun. And where's your scientific proof of this? I'm not a scientist, but that's what scientists say. But what scientists say this, Sammy? Like all scientists, that's the that's the kind of scientific fact. And do you think that scientists can be wrong at times? Do you believe that? 
the only thing obviously science can be wrong at this point. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the so whole purpose of science is to so test stuff out using your own um your own imagination, your own bit of intelligence, yeah, whatever you have in your in that head of yours, yeah. Do you believe in that? Yes. Do you believe in love? <laughs> <laughs> Dean? I'm telling you now, you're having a crazy night. So here's another one, right? Yes. Here's another one. You know, like you have the continents. Right. Are we talking about the same thing again? If it is, I don't want to talk similar, about it. Similar, similar. The continents, like Africa. Yes. What else? What else do you have? Go on, whatever. No, come on now. I just told you, I don't know nothing about these things. Well, you know we have, say, America. Africa, America. What else? An African-American. Africa. That's an American <laughs> guy with dreadlocks. So we have Asia, Africa, Australia. They're the continents, yeah? Go on, yeah. So they used to be all connected as one big, huge... Landmass, one big world. Yeah, yeah. Go on. It was all touching off each other. Right. Go on. Did you, Did you know that? Uh, no, because the truth is, I never really, um, I've never really delved into any of this. Like, you know what I mean? It's too big for my brain, Dean. I don't have that in me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that if I say it to you, you can understand it. Uh, I listened, yeah, but I can honestly tell you that I don't really want. So to I want understand you to build it. a picture in your head, right? Where oh. you have the continent of Africa Five and the continents continent stuck together, yeah. all stuck together. Yeah, go on. What, what happened? Uh, well, then, over time, there's these things called tectonic plates. Basically, the earth, and it moves apart, and that's where we get, like... So, is dividing the earth, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The earth is, like, exp uh, moving. So, it has happened. Yeah. So, but it has... For over hundreds so of millions... So, has all these continents pulled away from each other, is yeah, that what yeah, you're saying? spread apart, yeah. And is the sea between them or what? Exactly. Is that? Or yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. See. So that's how we have like a gap between Ireland and England. Yes. That wasn't always there. Well, it's there since I was born. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about... So I don't think I, I need to learn like anything the, else. The earth. Here, here's another one. We're going to throw loads of them at you tonight. How old is the earth? How old is the earth? Yeah, so there was, there was a time, if you believe this or not, that yeah. the earth wasn't here. I'll tell you what, I'll ask you one. Um, how old is the earth, I think, is an impossible question to answer. Okay. And I don't care. Many scientists got involved. <laughs> okay. Right. How old is humanity? How old are humans? Whoa, 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 whoa. I just said the word. Yeah, yeah. How old is humanity? Okay, Can so... Can anyone answer that? It depends on how we define Because at the very, humans. very least, humans are investigating absolutely everything else throughout the entire world. Yeah. Why can they not investigate themselves? They are. Go on, tell me about it's it. It's called anthropology. Anthropology? Yeah. I don't know what the word means. Well, it's like, do you ever see them and they're digging up bones and all and they're finding bits of bones of... Uh, and they can actually tell how old these and are. And they can tell how old they are. Do you actually believe that? Yes. Serious? They have a thing called carbon dating where they can set the date within a kind of couple of years of a piece of Dean, organic of material. Are they using computers to do that? Are they using computers to do that? Uh, I think they are. Yeah, there's computers involved in it, yeah. There is. So, yeah, how long has computers been out? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about old technology here. Right. So old. Not new technology, old. Yeah, like what? Like, for starters, uh, internet. How old is internet? Let's say 30 years, Max. 1988, 1998, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, let's say 30 years. 95, 96? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. In and around 30 years, if, if, if that, right. So, basically, they put in details into this computer... Yeah? Well, yeah? Yeah, okay. And they bring back the answers that they want themselves. They run to some uh, <laughs> to some billionaire guy 
Yeah. And they sell the idea to them, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Now yeah. they go back to their lab, they pack up their bags and just shut up. They're gone, they're history. <laughs> That's it, they're retired because they have enough money now to keep them going for life. They don't need to investigate anymore. So the billionaire has the information they thought was genuine, when the reality of it is, it's probably the, nowhere they, near genuine. They tell themselves the stuff they want to hear. And this happens with a lot of stuff. It's not just one thing. It happens with a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff throughout the whole world. All these scientists telling the world what they think the world wants to hear. And what happens? The world believes it. Yeah. So one of the things that they're telling the world is that the world itself, Earth itself, is one billion years old. And before that, it didn't exist. How can they actually calculate into a billion years? Did man even exist in a billion years ago? Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they can't, like, they can't use science to, how do I, how do I say this, that it doesn't come across like a fucking Egypt, that they can't no, use. You've got, you don't, don't worry about that, you've already done that <laughs> enough already, times. That's already <laughs> written in stone. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that, Dean, we're past that part, come on. <laughs> we're past the point of no Take return. Take a breather there and have a glass of water as well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh so I was saying this to me dad, I was saying to him, how, uh, how old do you think the earth is? And he was saying, like, I don't know, 100,000 years, something like that. So I said a billion. Then I said to him, how old is the universe? Yeah. So I'm going to put that question to you as well. You know the universe that we are in, that earth is in? Yeah. How old is that? Um, if, if earth is one billion years old, how old is the universe? Do you want a straight answer? Yeah. Proper answer. Go on. I don't really know. And I really don't care. Now, that's the proper answer I have for you, honestly. If you were to give me an answer, though, that wasn't that. That is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, we're going to, uh, what you call, too well, scientific altogether. It's way beyond our imagination. No, I can, ima- it's way I can, imagine, I can imagine when the earth wasn't here. Can you imagine when the earth wasn't here? I don't know. No, I can't imagine that. No. I don't. Close your eyes and think about it for a listen, second. Listen, I don't know. How would you, you say can remember when you can imagine when Bally Moon wasn't here, can't you? Can I know? Yeah, you can. No, when I came here, Bally Moon was here. Yeah, but before that, <laughs> it was a field. It was a farmer's college. But there you go, then. All I know when I came here, Bally Moon was here. Yeah, but I'm letting you know, right? I have to say one thing. The facts are before Bally Moon was yeah. here, it was a college for farmers. Uh, so there was no Bally Moon. UCD. It was a lot of fields. All fields. Yeah. Yeah, but when I came here, it was, there was a lot of fields anyway. We only, we literally only had uh, blocks of flats, couple of houses. Uh, a shopping centre. Actually, when you think of the shopping centre, Ballymun was better 40 years ago than what it is now. <laughs> because we had a shopping centre. <laughs> so before it was fields, yeah. what do you think it was? Uh, before it was fields. Yeah, because the fields came from farmers. It wasn't always fields. So the fields, time. Just, the fields just grow there. That's what no, the farmers made the fields. The uh, farmers made it into fields. Fields isn't just a natural thing that so exists. So was it plain, just plain grass? That's what you're saying. Grass or trees or... Or and they put up fences and walls yeah, exactly. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made it look like so. Before separate. it was Ballymun, it was fields. Before it was fields, it was like grass or forests or a rocky area. So there was nothing here. Nothing here. Yeah, but or sea. It could have been sea. Yeah, but that's probably the case say, in in all areas. Absolutely. Back to what I was saying that uh, millions of years ago, hundreds of millions of years ago, all the land was connected together, and then over time it separated. But before that, before all the land was connected all together. Earth wasn't even here. So basically, Ireland was just one green isle. The whole... Is that what we're saying? The whole world was just one green isle. Well, we talk about Ireland because the world is just too big to talk about. Why is it? 
let's just talk about Ireland because okay, we, yeah, yeah. So Ireland can, was all just one big, barely, one barely, big forest. We for can example. barely see our way out of Ballymun. Never mind <laughs> talking about the whole world. So Ireland was like, let's say, one big green forest land. Right. What do you get? What's your what's your um, what's your point? I can't, I My don't point get is. Before Ballymun was here, it was a field. Before the field was here, it was a forest. Before the forest was here, it was all connected as one big, huge landmass. So and before that, there was no earth. Yeah, a billion years ago, there was no earth. 14 billion years ago, there was no universe. Uh, that's too much psychology for my brain, honestly. I do not understand that. I don't want to understand it. Did you ever hear the thing called the Big Bang? No, go on, tell you about it. No, did you ever hear of it? Um, I've often heard the word itself, yeah. So what do you think it is? Um, go on, educate me now, go on. Uh, do you have an idea of what it is? No. Okay, so they reckon that, what does it sound like, the Big Bang? Dean, just give me a little bit of detail first, I'll talk to you then about it, how about that? So what they say is that there was no universe, and then the universe... Uh, burst open. Burst open, exactly. Yeah, yeah. From, but from it all was... Uh, what's what's that song? <laughs> it was all what? Bullshit. You can course, man. No, I can't. It was all bullshit. So before the universe was here, yeah. there was nothing and it all exploded out and that created the universe 14 billion years ago. That's what scientists oh, reckon. heaven help me today. Dean, honestly, my brain is turning upside down completely. This thing that you're talking about, if I, I'd say you could probably tell a million people this and they wouldn't have an interest in it. So whoever has an interest in that kind of stuff is genuinely weird. So, you know when you look out at the stars? Yeah, I love looking at the stars. Yeah, so you understand. I actually get that lovely feeling at night looking at the stars. I don't lie in the ground and, and or sit in the teams of rain or lie in, uh, crawl around in the muck like. I'm just saying, simply look up. The sky is beautiful. This was a question I wanted to ask you as well, yeah? I know we're going all, uh, what do you call it here now, all was it? What's the word for all this we're talking about here now? I don't know. Um, it's kind of like all psychological, is it? Psychological. Is okay. that the word? No. Anybody give me a better word than that. I need an educated word. Go on. It's kind of like. Um, Come on, Dean. Use your skills. I need a better word. Cosmological. Co- oh, oh, cosmological. Cosmological. Is that even a word? Yeah, the cosmos. Explain the word. What? Like we have uh, the cosmos is like all the stars and planets out there that you see. So that makes Cosmolog- it cosmological. Cosmological. Yeah. Oh, I like that. The good one, so when anyway. you just let me say this and then, and then come in. When you look at those stars, the life from those stars, from some of them, took millions of years to leave the star and get to your eye. Yeah, yeah. Millions of years, hundreds of millions of years. Okay, to get to your eye. And when you're looking at a star, some of the stars that you see, you're all, you're seeing the light now, but that star would have gone, disappeared already. So that star took millions of years for me to see it. Yeah. But I don't believe by, that. But by the time the light got to your eye, the star is already gone. Don't believe it. But, but that's what that's no, what I don't the, believe that's it. That's what the scientists say. I'll tell you why. Don't mind the scientists. Tell you what the story is here, right? When it gets dark, the stars come out. And I can see them there and then. Do you think they're always there? Um do I believe the, oh, it's, it's, that's a hard question. Are they always there once it gets dark? Or are they there All the and time. they shine through the darkness? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Are they always there? Um, it's uh, that's a question that I probably couldn't answer. What do you think? Well, I haven't been up there, so I don't really know. Do you think this? Where do you, like? Do you think that the stars go somewhere during the day? Um, that's something I never thought of, honestly. So think about it now. I'm thinking about it now. When it gets dark, the stars are there, 
and they're beautiful. So do you think when it's bright here on Earth, the stars are gone somewhere? I think I'm right. What? I've often looked up in the stars <laughs> out here, and you might look 10 minutes off and the stars are gone. What are you talking about? That should be an answer to the question. <laughs> gone where? Gone. Like gone, what do you mean moved. gone? They moved, they're like travellers, they move around. <laughs> <laughs> gone, moved, shift. <laughs> so, there's an answer to your question. I do think the stars move. I'm telling you now, right? You look up at the sky, yeah. and you see the beautiful star, maybe a couple of stars, and it could be 10 minutes or an hour or a half an hour or whatever after, it could be five minutes after. You look again, that star is not actually there. But the darkness is still there. So does that tell you that the star is not be there when it's, when it's bright? No. What does it tell you? It means, it tells me that the earth is moving. And you're on wait, 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 we talked about the earth last week and today. Only like one. We have enough earth, okay. With no room, <laughs> no more room left for earth, okay. We're talking about the stars here now, right? Which is nice. I'm sure when people look at the stars, you get a lovely, beautiful feeling. Yeah, it's lovely. It's like a therapy in its own way. Absolutely. Very relaxing in the mind. The same as the sun. Remember we talked about the sun last week? When the sun is going down, it's just that lovely, lovely feeling. Did you ever know, right, um, that when the sun is red at night and it goes down, that it's like a promise of a beautiful day next day, a bright day next day? Did you ever get that one? Yeah, yeah red, uh, red sky at night, the shepherds red, delight, the farmers. Red. Sorry, Dean, is that a poem? Red sky at night, yeah. It's like a little saying, red sky at night, shepherds delight. All right. You ever hear that? No, you don't know all the words, you know. So that's it. That's the start oh, that's and the end of it. So it's not exactly a poem, which is a little verse, basically. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, look, is that all you have? No, I have loads more. Come on, go ahead. I have loads of stuff. So here's one. It's about space again. Sorry, what we're going to do about oh, space. Oh, don't believe this. Space is completely silent. Just wanted to warn you here, right? If I fall asleep listening to you, please don't make me up. So when you're in space, let's say you're up in space, yeah, there's no sound. It's completely silent. It's 100% silent. There's like no sound. Yeah, but Dean, we only get that from TVs, from films. Seriously, come on. Not that I watch space films or stuff like that there, but I've often seen clips. And the truth is, I think that's where it comes from. We can hear, we can, um, let's say we can make this what people want it to be, if you like. In other words, you're uh, you're making a movie, yeah? Just say you're making a movie. Okay, we're going to do one about space. People know nothing about space. What we'll do is we'll bring a craft up somewhere and we'll make it uh, all completely silent. So now we're putting this into millions of people's imagination when they watch this movie, yeah? Space is actually silent. We didn't know that. <laughs> but now we know now. We know more about space than what we did before we walked into the cinemas. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, try this one, right? What? Uh, home. What, you know you know the story about silence, don't you? Yeah. What story about silence? Go on. Silence so, is golden. Silence is golden, so we actually stick white. <laughs> yeah. So home. What's home? Hold home on. Take a drink of water today. Sorry, go ahead. Do you know how to home? Ah, Dean, come on. Makes sense, will you? Do you know how to home? Tell me what it is. Go on. Like home. <laughs> right now, now, Go on. hold your nose now and try and do it. Try and hum. Can't. T- just do it. I can't. Watch. Hum. Yeah, you do it then. Go on. If you can do it, do hold it. Hold <laughs> Yeah, but you close your mouth at the same time. Yeah, but my mouth's closed already. Look. No, it's open now because you gap there. It's so pure closed. It's what's, pure closed. What's that shoe? The shoe in it. You close your mouth. Close your mouth and hum. Now hold your nose. 
No, properly hold your nose. <laughs> I, know, I did do it. I did do it. do it. I did do you it. You can't hold oh, your hey, nose. I'm proving you wrong here, right? Mm. Uh, keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> You're running out of air. I never knew that. You hold me out your nose. So where'd you get that one from? Uh, off, the, off the interweb. You hold me out your nose. Silly one. Um, I just turned it to Dean. I just turned it to cheer you up. That's all I want. I bet you there's people at home trying that trying now. Home, there's hundreds of travellers all over Ireland. Willie, I'm come in here. Home. <laughs> <laughs> Am I humming? Did you wash yourself today? Why <laughs> <laughs> travellers, Dean? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, that's another myth. Travellers are smelly. What? No, hold on for one that's second. That's a myth. I'm not saying it's true. It's a myth. It's a myth. All right, so I tell I you something. Actually, I, actually, you're more clean than I am. Like, I'll go to the toilet and I won't wash you my hands. You just said travellers are smelly. No, I'm saying it's a myth. No, what, what, what to you, what is the myth? That is the myth. Where did you get the myth from? It's like, where do you get all mitts from? They're just mitts. No, I've never heard that one about travellers being smelly. Come on, I want to Maybe they didn't say it to you because you're a traveller. Suppose if I said um, most settled people that are, are, are smelly, how would you like that one? If if it's a mitt, I'd say... Uh, no, come uh, here. I'd look people don't want to listen to this. I'm not, I'm not offended, but they're going to be offended by what you just said. No, no, no. How could they be offended by something if it's not because true? Because you just said travellers are smelly. So is no, it true no, or I not? I didn't say travellers are smelly. I said there's a it's mitt a myth. out there. So is it true or not? I don't think it's true. And I, do I, you I, think it's true? I'm going to explain to you. You're more clean... You've got better hygiene than I do. Well, like I, I go to the I toilet. You don't wash your hands. I go to the toilet and I won't wash my hands. I don't know about toilets, but I know you don't wash your hands. No, I don't. I not wash much my hands. You. I wash my hands at least twenty times a day. I know. I will not touch absolutely nothing completely without washing my hands. So put the, put the, put that down. So what does it tell you then if I'm saying to you, Dean, look at my hands, look spotless, yeah, and I, you know I work hard, don't you? Right, but my hands are still clean. So where did you get this one from? Travels are smelly. Tell me. Yeah. No, I didn't make it up now. Dean, I want to know. I have you're to. Getting, you're getting offended like I made it up. I'm not getting offended, but I'm asking you where'd you get it from. Um, so I remember. Here's another one, right? No, we're going back to that one. Yeah, no, no, so no, no, here's, no, no, here's no, no. another one. There's a myth we're going out there. Go back to the one where we talked about. There's a myth out there that black people can't swim, right? Can't like, swim. Can't swim. No, that's a myth. Right? It's actually a lie. Actually, it's there you go. There that. you go. It's a so lie. So what's the one with travellers? I want to know. Well, then that's a lie as well. But it is a myth. Do you think it's a myth? And or I think a lie it's a myth because it? it's not true. I know if it's true, it's not a myth. It's a fact. It's not a fact. So where did the, the myth come I'm getting from? Getting very defensive here now. I know. I want to know where the myth came from. I need some explanation about this. I don't know. It's just I, I'm not sure where it came from. It's like here's another myth: all Irish people are drunks. Is all that Irish people are what? Drunks, like the drunken Irish. Drunks. Yeah. Is that a, is that true or is that a myth? Or Dean, is that I'm a asking a different question, Dean. I'm going back to the first. You never answered my question that you came up with. You're asking me where it yeah, came no, from. I need, I'm not I need sure to where hear this. From. Well, I need you to explain this now, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's on podcast. People are going to be listening to this. Yeah. I want you to explain where did you get the one from? Tra- all travelers are smelly. I don't know where it came from. Uh, I remember being a kid, and that's do you what know many travelers? I know. Yeah, I know probably about a hundred travelers. I think you know more. You know, travels up and down the country you've dealt with, is that right? Yeah, but know them, know them. You oh, know wait, what I mean? Yeah, I've, met, you, I've met yeah, hundreds. Yeah, them, you've done, say, different projects. Yeah, I've met them. hundreds. Yeah. What did you think of them? Tell me, the, I want to know this here now. In terms of the hygiene? I want to know, yeah, hygiene, yes. For me, there'll be no difference. Good or bad? Like, there'll be no difference between them and anybody else. So you're saying they're not smelly, they're clean? Yeah. Basically, I want to hear you, I, want to hear, I need to hear you saying this, huh? Okay, my name is Dean Scurry. Yeah, go on, go ahead. And I solemnly swear on the Bible, I don't yeah. have a Bible here, yeah. that in my humble opinion, that yeah. the myth that travellers are smelly is not, true. not just a myth, it's a lie. It's a lie? Yeah. Right, from your experience with travellers, what have, you, what, have you ever seen travellers being smelly or dirty around you? Uh, in modern times, no. In modern times? Yeah. But in old times? In old times, yes. yes. So in old times... 
did this, did the same thing stand for settled and travellers in the same community? No, I remember being on a site. Dean, I'm actually. Hold on, let, let me explain. No, no, I remember no, no, being no, no, on a site no, no, when I was no, a kid. No, oh, no you're asking for no, me. Explanation. I want to. I'm, 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 I'm asking a different question completely. If in in old times, yeah, when you've seen travellers and you've seen settled people, obviously everybody had hard times back then. Yeah, was there any difference? Yes. What way? There was no running water on the site for travellers. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they, they wouldn't have running water in their homes, but there would be water somewhere in the area. Yeah, but the difference between them and a settled, say, person in a house is that you've got running water in every, in the bathroom, in the kitchen, you know what I mean? On on tap, mm. it's right there. Yeah, but if you have to walk, even if you have to go for a mile for water, it doesn't mean you still can't wash yourself. Okay, so it? that's where that's where I think the myth came from. Right. Do you know what I mean? They don't, have, ever they watch, don't even um, have running water Did up you there. ever watch documentaries on TV, yeah? Yeah. Old, let's say old Dublin, old Ireland, yeah? I watch them, I watch a lot of them, yeah? And if you go back um, to documentaries where, um, I know this sounds like a big, long time, yeah? Go back 35 and 40 years. It's not a big long time. Sure, no, I'm 50 years of age. No, I'm saying it sounds like a long time, right? You might think it's a long time, yeah? And you see documentaries about, um, say, flats, for instance. I'm just saying, I'm only using flats, right? Or old houses in old Dublin or old Ireland or whatever. And you see the young kids running the kids around the place. kids Exactly. Yeah. That's right. So doesn't, doesn't that prove that travellers and settled people, with or without running water in their homes... There was no difference on both of them. So that's why I'm saying it's a myth. I'm not saying it's true. But you're, you're you're saying it to me like I made it up, like it's a thing that that I done, and, yeah. and, and I need to defend it. I'm not defending but I, but it. I'm, I think it's I'm I think not, it's bullshit. I'm not exactly defending it, but I'm trying to rectify it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I me, get that. I, get I, that live, yeah. I live around travellers. You are a traveller. I am a traveller. I live around travellers. Travellers keep the places inside their doors. They keep their homes nice and clean. Uh, their cooking is done nice and clean. They're very respectful of the cook. When I so have remember to say. I lived in the, when I lived in the flats here, the yeah. flats inside them were, were uh, immaculate, but the, the stairwells and outside them were manky. That's right, they were like dumps. I remember that. You know what I mean? I was often passing up and down by the flats years ago, and they'd be literally rubbish through absolutely everything. But then you go into somebody's flat, it was and like, um, it'd be it was like a like, different world. Yeah. I understand that. It was like people going to Thailand on their own doorsteps. Yeah, literally. That, that happened around Ballymun Flats for years and years and years. Yeah. They were literally worse than travellers. Certain travellers in the community were actually having pity on the people. that were Some of them was living in the flats. Not every one of them, some of them, because but, of the conditions that they were living in. But they used to be, because we lived in the terror block here, and my ma said that she and our mates... But like you when said... When my mammy was on here, she said her and her mates used to go out and bleach the stairs every night. That's right, without a doubt. That's So that proves then, it, it, it more or less puts you into the picture where travellers and settled people, even back then, with or without running water, conditions were similar. Similar conditions. It's just how the, the, the settled community had walls around them. Now, back then, I also had, let's say, older relatives, if you like, living in houses in, um, in certain parts of the country, yeah? And they were living fairly neat and decent clean lives. Uh, they keep their room, they keep their houses clean, they keep their gardens clean. Or if they had a vehicle or if, if they had one at the time, they keep that clean. They'd be going around fairly, um, maybe not with the best of clothes, but the clothes would be clean. They mightn't be branded, but they'd be clean. So the myth that you're talking about travellers, I don't fully agree with it. Absolutely not. And neither do I. Because I know, uh, I'm a traveller, right? Yeah. But I also know hundreds of travellers who absolutely keep themselves tidy, clean, and their homes nice and clean and decent, yeah? Because this is, their home is their haven. 
They don't have a choice. It's your duty, absolutely your own duty, to to keep your place tidy, especially inside your home. So I would know that because I've been inside travel well, homes. Been in travel but homes. most settled people have never and probably will never be yeah. inside a traveller home. Yeah, because oh why? Uh, the fact that that this is is because this myth is stuck with them because they have this image of travellers without ever seeing travellers. A lot of settled people know a lot of travellers. We know that, but also a lot of settled people don't know travellers. I would say most but most settled people have never been the, in a traveller home. If you take the media for starters, right now that we've got into this, yeah. If you take the media, the media will always portray and put people down. There's no doubt about that. And that's for settled people and travellers. If the media wants a story about travellers, they will look for the raholes. They will go where the worst of the worst is. Yeah? And they'll print it onto their papers and they'll make it even ten times worse. Yeah? They literally work magic on these stories. But don't forget, they do the same to the settled community. And they have done it for years and years and years. And they're still doing it. They'll take a settled man there, and if he's doing good, they'll make a bad story about him. Or they'll, they'll pit a settled fella against a traveller, or a traveller so, a against a black man, or a black man against absolutely. another they'll fella. they'll pitch everybody against each other. Yeah. So if you're a person that's living in, um, let's say, rural Ireland, yeah? Just say this. And you don't know travellers. But at the very, very worst, you have a television in your house. Yeah, you have a television in your house. So now you don't know any travellers, but this documentary comes on about travellers. Yeah? And it's all about the way travellers live and the conditions they live in. Yeah? So now they're running travellers to the ground, left, right, and centre. They have nothing good to say about travellers. But this is coming from, um, this probably come from one person that decided to print it on paper or put it on screen. So now... The rest of Ireland, every bit of Ireland, is looking at this documentary and they're thinking, well, I don't know travellers, but if that's the case, I don't want to know them, if that's how they're living. But this might be 1% of travellers. Yeah, we're not saying all travellers are perfect either, right? We're not saying that every traveller is spotless either, right? We're not saying we're all perfect in every possible way. That is not the case. Yeah, but the myth, the but myth, at the end is, of the day, the myth is all travellers are the A, end, B and C. That's right. The myth came from the media. That's where the myth came from. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that travellers are perfect. Because I'm telling you this now. If you drive around certain parts of Ireland, especially certain parts of Dublin... You will see rubbish galore left right hand centre, left on streets, left on corners, left at bus stops, left outside schools. Yeah? Sure, that's why they came up with the, the whole only place, town thing. The only place you won't see them, well, yeah, they'll get into that. The only place you won't see these piles of rubbish of all sorts, all bundles of ties off the Christmas throughout, yeah? Whatever, old ties. Uh, maybe old mattresses, old beds, old chairs, settees, you name it. True, absolutely everywhere, all over Dublin. And they're not travellers. They are the settled community, with all due respect to them, yeah? I'm not talking them down either. They maybe had to have no choice. But it's a fact that it's not just travellers that live like this. It comes from all, all walks of life. And if it's not rubbish, if it's crime... It comes from all walks of life. If there's two men out there fighting, it comes from all walks of life. If there's somebody going out there shooting, it's coming from all walks of life. If it's men controlling women. If there's somebody, one minute, if there's somebody selling drugs, it comes from all walks of life. It doesn't just come from travellers. If there's somebody using drugs. If there's men and women arguing and fighting out there, 
It doesn't just come from travellers. It comes from all walks of life. Why have they got these big, um, these big hotlines about domestic violence? Go on to the domestic violence and I guarantee you there's not 1% of travellers involved with it. It's all a set community and that's through England, Ireland and America, the whole entire world. That's not just travellers. So why is it that these fingers are constantly from by the media and it's not by the individuals themselves, it's not by the communities themselves, it's by the media itself. The media will portray absolutely anybody and they don't care if you're a traveller or a settled person. They don't care if you're a multi-millionaire or if you're a poor man living on the street. They get a story, they sell it. They make money from it, but they don't give a damn how they make you feel. They don't care how they hurt people's feelings. They don't care how they destroy people's lives. Why? Because all they want is this. Big checks, fancy houses, lovely cars. They'll, they'll, they'll discriminate against the man that has driving a nice car and has a good house. Maybe a man that's working all his life for it, yeah? But they don't discriminate against themselves that has these big fancy houses for all the lies they tell. So they're the biggest crooks going. All the lies that they tell about people, yeah, just to feed their own bank accounts. And they don't give a damn what kind of damage they do to families or people, people's mental health, whatever, any, 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 any way you want to look at it. They do big damage and they know they do big damage. But what do they do? They move along to the next thing so they can get another big check and do the same damage over to people again. So it really means nothing to them whether you're a traveller or a settled person. Because why? They're going to continue doing what they're doing. They're not going to stop. Why? Because it's their job to do it. It's their job to feed the world with all the wrong information. And that's what it's all about. That's as simple and as honest as it gets. Episode 37, A Traveller and a Countryman. Yup, the what? Yup, the the flast. So that's us for this episode, Traveller and a Countryman podcast. If you like it, let us know, share it around, and uh, so we'll see you on the road.